Welcome to Podcast Versus Player, episode 99. I'm Cal, and I'm joined by a man who regrets joining the gym recently, as it seems that leaving the EU would have been a more effective way to lose pounds. It's only <laughs> bloody Dan. <laughs> Hello. Very topical. Uh, yeah. Um, well, almost very topical. It's a bit late. But... A little bit, but it's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Thanks. How are you? I'm good, man. You all right? I'm not too bad at all. Um, shall we delve straight in? But, yeah, let's go for it. Off the high board. Off the high board. Um, Pokemon Go has finally launched in some regions. Um, having just launched in the United States, the game, and its many transactions, has already risen to the top slot on the iPhone's top free and top grossing charts. The latter accomplishment is the more important one, as it tracks the amount of money generated by every app. That means it's currently making more money than hugely successful games like Mobile Strike, Game of War, Clash Royale, Candy Crush Saga and Clash of Clans, all of which occupy spots in the top 10. That's a lot of money, Dan. It is a lot of money for a mobile phone app, it is. It's been out for four days. Yeah, I was going to say, less than a week. Um, no doubt, as a result of the game's success, Pokemon Go has been experiencing some technical issues since launch, with its servers have been unavailable for some users preventing them from playing. Although only available on the American App Store and Google Play, European Android users can obtain the APK file from various sites. And whilst we don't condone this, it's a surefire way to get the game early. But if you do, be careful what you download. Yeah, we did, obviously. Yeah, because we're journalists. We have, <laughs> no, <laughs> because we're Pokemon Masters. <laughs> well, Pokemon well, not fans. Yet, not. Um, yeah, I, I really like it. Um, yeah. I think it's great. My only... Can, my only problem with it at the moment is the fact that where I live and where I work there's nothing yeah and because there's a very short distance between from where I walk from from my house to the station to get the train to get to work there's nothing along the way which means I'd have to go out of my way to go and find a Pokestop or to track down any wild Pokemon and I'm not willing to do that because you're lazy exactly and which it's easier to just get a Game Boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, precisely. I could get an emulator for my phone and I don't have to go anywhere. Just wander through a bit of wild grass, bang, there's your EV or whatever. Can you find EVs in Viridian Forest? Yeah, well, not, in the, not immediately, no. But... <laughs> I was going to say, it's, I think it's going to be longer to get an EV on the normal game. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> but I've already got some pretty good ones. Um, so what's your, what's your good ones so far? What have you got? Um, off the top of my head, because my phone is on charge because of Pokemon Go oh, yeah. on the other side thing. of the room. Yeah. Um, Charmander, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I've got about four Rattatas. So I'm going to trade them in for some Pokeballs. Um, Pidgey, Pidgeot, um, Paras, Parasex, um, Fero, the fucking Weedle. Um, I, I, I'm not, I don't remember getting one, but I got a Kakuna. Right. And I don't remember catching it, but it's there. Um, I think that's about it, really. And it does said Eevee. Yeah. Yeah. Then probably that. It's probably all. Yeah. Not a lot going around here. No. <laughs> I found, like I was saying to you earlier, um, there was a drowsy nearby, but... I couldn't find it shit and then I ended up going home. But yeah. I do like the... It could just be me. But you know when you click on the Pokemon nearby and it shows like the silhouette if you haven't seen one before? Yeah. It reminds me of the show. It's like, who's that Pokemon? 
<laughs> yeah. It, do you know if they're actually going to be integrating any of the new generations? Well, I've n- have you looked at the Pokedex? Um, it only goes as far as my highest one, which is uh, Jinx. So, for me, Pokedex only goes to... 124. And 124 mine, is Jinx. So, mine goes to 133. Alright, so you've got something that's past Jinx, then I take it. Yeah. But it's a bit weird that it goes that it doesn't actually list how many there are, because like well, even like in the game, the Pokédex, whilst it obviously if you don't encounter them, they won't show, but the numbers will be there. Oh yeah, it's still got a whole list of what there is to get. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so maybe further updates will include newer ones, but I think just to kind of get people interested in it, just do the original Gen One, 150, maybe 151 if they're going to throw a cheeky Mew in there, you know, in some places. Hmm. Um, and just let people jump on it, see if they like it, before it's worth dedicating any more time and resources to it. Um, and so far, it, it seems to be going pretty well. It's been doing very well. But that could just be, uh, you know, people like me and you who have just been excited for this kind of stuff since that. It was like an April Fool's joke or something like that, years ago. It was like some Google Pokemon thing. Remember um, that? Yeah. It was like an, an augmented reality type of thing. But in fact, it was just, here it is on a map. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> didn't actually do anything. Nothing like the the video for it that it showed. Oh Christ, no! Where the fucking Charizards and stuff flying around. <laughs> well, I, that's the thing. I'd like this to develop into a kind of AR thing, where instead of walking around on a map and oh, there might be something in the area, if he just buzzes your phone and just says there's something, and you've got to whip the camera out and have a look around and go, oh shit, there he is. He's in. Or if you do like a full 360 of the area, so it can see exactly what's around you, and yeah. then then you've got to try and scan for it or search for it. Um, and then, like, it'll be behind bins and stuff, so, like, things in the in, in the environment. As cool as it'd be, I can't see that happening. <laughs> that's just that's what I want. I That'd want be that. amazing, though. Especially with, like, um, Google Glass or something, so you've actually got the glasses on. Yeah, and it would just you sort of come up and go... Beep, 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 beep. That'd be well cool. Yeah. Wow. Interesting story. It's not interesting. I don't know why I started with that. Um... In the shop, in the next village up from me, the guy who um, who runs it, um, he wear, he uses like Google Glass for everything. So he's walking around the shop, and then he's got like his his tablet and then his Google Glass, and he's like checking the stuff, or it's all in his head and stuff. It's really weird to watch, <laughs> and it's quite weird to see in a village corner shop. <laughs> I know, but I think I'd if I if I could write off any kind of business expenses I'd have the most ridiculous technology for the most inane things it's like delivering milk in like a shuttle yeah. digital <laughs> digital displays yeah. on all the counters so I knew exactly what was in there everything's pressurised and weighted oh man that'd be, that, I want to shop at your shop that sounds well cool you want to work at my shop it'd I be do amazing. it'd be like working at Starfleet what it comes with hey. a uniform and everything I did notice in the news, um, they're making, um, oh man, the Chinese guy in Star Trek. Sulu? Yeah, he's gay in the new film. This is true. Um, And I found out that the original guy was actually gay, and that's why they've done it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, Although... To hide it or something. Well, no, because, I mean, that's the whole Gene Roddenberry philosophy for Star Trek is that everyone is equal. You know, it, it sort of promoted people who were of mixed, uh, sorry, of different races, different species, obviously, um, and then different genders, identities, uh, sexual orientation, all of that kind of stuff. It, it's the 
you know the whole kind of ethos is it is everyone can be equal and everyone can work together you know that's mm. that's what he wanted the future to be and in some ways we seem to be you know we we are getting there slowly but surely um so i think that making the 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 new sulu in the new star trek beyond is well at least showing him as being gay um mm. is it's a great homage to george decay but um i did actually see an interview where he said he wasn't particularly happy with it because the character wasn't so he he says you know although i appreciate it, it's for my benefit you know you you're basically changing something about the actual structure and the character that I had for a long time. Something mm. along those lines anyway. Um, Which is understandable. Uh, well, you know, if you know, obviously he's made his career out of that character. Um, you know, as for pretty much anyone who's been in any kind of Star Trek film or TV show, um, as soon as you're associated with that, you have a cult following forever. People yeah. recognise you and go, oh my god, you're blah 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 from Star Trek. So, I... I, I I appreciated it as a homage, but the fact is, you know, this is also a separate timeline, and you know, who knows what could have happened in a, a different yeah. parallel dimension or whatever. So, just accept the compliment, George. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. I was literally just about to say is, I can understand this point, but it, this is a different Zulu. This Zulu. is not. Bless you. This is. Not <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a Star Trek fan. All just I'm fucking say get was, it right, Jesus. Sulu. There you go. No, sorry. Twenty points anyway. if you get his first name right. Captain. No. <laughs> um. I don't know. Hikaru. Bless you. See, that wasn't even funny the first time. <laughs> Leave the Star Trek. No, it's wait. not supposed to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Star Trek sitcom. Yeah, I definitely watched that. I'd watch that one. Yeah, it's, just, it's all set on that. the bridge. And it's just sort of like people coming through the turbo lifts and he goes, you'll never guess who's just beamed on board. You go, it's not bloody Jimmy from down the pub. Oh, it is. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> believe it. Oh, man. It, oh, Paramount Studios would be burned <laughs> overnight. We need, we need to get down. like an episode of Star Trek and then like dub like um, <laughs> cam laughter into it and stuff. It's yeah, like, 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 prepare the phasers and then everyone's clapping <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Actually, though, speaking of um, Star Trek, there is actually... Um, I'm not sure as to when it came out, but there was a uh, an update for Star Trek Online. Um, there was. I saw this when I was looking for the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually pretty good. I spent about 10 hours on it today. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but Agents of Yesterday. So there's like loads of going backwards and forwards in time and dealing with um, the original series cast and crew and parallel universes and stuff. It's great. Love it. Funnily enough, as you should mention that, Dan, um, I came on line this morning, um, but on the computer this morning, to finish editing a video I was working on, um, and it popped up saying you were playing Star Trek. I was like, ah, bless you. And then before <laughs> before I message you, see um, if we were doing a podcast, I had a look. It's like, yeah, he's still playing Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I was on it for quite a while, quite a while. But the, 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 whenever I go, because I seem to go through this phase, like because I'm going through and watching Voyager again at the moment, so I'm into like halfway. Oh, actually, I've almost finished season two, so I'll watch it for a bit until I, I'm sort of getting sick to death of just sitting there watching something. Get some a tweet, and then I go, "Ooh, Star Trek Online, play it," and then I won't touch it again for like three months. And then when I go back, everything's totally changed again. So either there's like some new episodal content, which is all free, by the way, 
either you know something new has been added or they've updated the UI um, they've changed how everything works there's brand new ships and that they, they just I, I'm so surprised that six years after this thing came out it's still so heavily updated and considering I think it's cryptic studios who actually do the sort of day-to-day work um, you, you know and it's all free you know or you could potentially play the entire game and do all the missions and everything and not have to pay anything for it mm. It's surprising as to how much content they keep on introducing. Um, I mean, people like me, obviously I pay for a subscription for it because I, I want to get the most out of it. You know, it is, It's not the best Star Trek game ever, of course not. Um, Star Trek VR may be that sort of, oh my god, we could actually be getting good Star Trek games again. But the the DLC for the the actual, especially off Steam, is incredibly expensive. Yeah. Um, I think... For the the Delta Rising, which I think is one of the last uh, DLC, the, the operations pack, you get a ton of stuff with it. Don't get me wrong, but it's 115 quid. Shit, the bed. And that's, do you know what I mean? That is a fucking lot of money. My days. So mm. unless you get to voice characters in the game or something, <laughs> it, it's really, it, it's really not worth. I it. want a part in the show for that. Well, yeah, you expect something entered into a prize draw or something. Yeah. So, I mean, the DLC, but I, I guess that's where they've kind of got to make their money back. So it's just sort of like, we well, can pay like six quid a month or something like that, and you can get everything out of it, or you can pay this. It, it's kind of like a premium starter pack. Here's the best ship, here's all this shit for it, blah, blah, mm. blah. But you've still got to go through and do all the missions and stuff anyway, and you're still going to be outmatched, and you know, you've still got to grind through all the enemies and upgrade all these shit as you go. So th- I, I honestly don't see the point in it, because anyone who's going to be playing it casually will not be willing to spend that much on it. Not and people yet. like me would refuse outright because it's not that good of a game. <laughs> anyway, moving on. But speaking of free-to-play games, Dan, um, Evolve has gone free-to-play. Yeah, I saw this this morning. Um, and it's available now on Steam, Yeah, um, if anyone cares. Um, but those who already own the game and have it installed should see an update downloaded automatically. Um, everyone else can visit the store page on Steam where it's now called Evolve Stage 2 um, yes. and you can grab it for free. Um, what's available is technically a beta but it does consist of the full game. To be clear, there's no longer any purchase required to play and you can't actually spend any money on anything up to yet. Um, developer Turtle Rock Studio says all content is available in-game and can be unlocked through play for free. As of yet, there's no word on Turtle Rock's plans for the console versions of Evolve. A post on its forum makes it sound as if it hasn't forgotten about Xbox One and PS4 players, though. More news as we get it. I did like the fact that I read an interview when they said that they were disappointed with the reaction that mm. Evolve got when it came out, and the, the the sort of there was a bit of a boycott when the DLC was announced, um, and how much sort of how much it was going to be, and how much there was, um, and they kind of felt let down because, yeah. and, and, and I'm pretty sure we've mentioned this at some point previously, but we, we kind of like um, studios, especially big studios, who say, we're, we're not doing this for the money, we're doing it so people can play it and enjoy it. And the fact mm. that people weren't able to do that, you know, it's almost heartbreaking. You know, some, you spent three years developing or something, and then people go, eh. And it's just like, oh man, but it's such a good, and I loved it, we fucking loved it. It was, it was a fun playing. game, it was very fun. And as soon as I read that this morning, I was just like, holy shit, I will definitely get that, and I will definitely get back into it, because mm. I really enjoyed it, and I was really good at it as well. Which is, He was, to be fair. I was really surprised by it, because I was just like, I, I just get this, and it works so well. Um, but I still don't think it justifies the purchase, which is why I didn't get it. Yeah, we, 
we both said, and I think Rick did as well, when we when we were playing the beer, um, it's good, it's fun, and we genuinely enjoyed it. But probably won't buy it. At least not for a while. Yeah, and then, like you say, the, the DLC was announced, and it was so shit fucking marketing on it, and it was so confusing, the, the different various levels of DLC that you could buy, instead of just going, buy this. But if you buy this, you don't get this because you need to buy this one. But then mm. if you buy this one, you need to get this one, otherwise you won't get this. Because like, what the fuck? Just give us some fucking... <laughs> if you're going to make us pay for content, just let us know what we're fucking buying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think... Whether this is a smart move or not, I don't know, because... I think it would be invigorated. Yeah, but how are they going to generate money off it? Well, if, they, if it wasn't doing well in the first place, then they're not going to generate money out of it anyway. So at least this way that they can get people back into it and people go, well, I'll pay it. I'll play anything for free. Fuck it. And then if they do start getting into it, then they start dropping maybe DLC that's packaged more appropriately or more conveniently and then start offering that at a lower price. Although, you know, they're going to make losses on it initially. You if they can keep the servers open. Exactly. That will pay to just keep everything ticking over. And the more people they can get playing it, the more people, YouTubers and stuff, you know, playing it and getting people back into it, mm. the more of a fan base it will start to reinvigorate. More people will go back to play it and then they can make more money overall. Hopefully. Because they, I mean, they seem a nice studio as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's certainly got me into a position where I'm thinking, I, I want to get back into it and I want to, you know, hopefully if it's differed in any kind of way. Because, I mean, we only had, like, three monsters or something originally on the, yeah. on the beta. Um, I, I want to get this now, see what everything else is. You know, there, there could be just a certain point where I get to where I'm just like, this is brilliant, and it'll consume most of my time. But I, I'm willing to give it a go. I'm just not willing to give it any money yet. Yeah, which is but, fair enough. I'd like to think that this could be kind of setting some sort of standard. You know, if they know that they're not making money or they're not getting it to where it needs to be, it's Star Trek Online did it as well. You know, I think it was a either a purchase or subscription only kind of thing to start with. But because it wasn't generating enough revenue and enough interest, they made it free to play. DC and now did the same. Precisely, precisely, and it's really good at getting tens of thousands of people back onto it. Yeah. Or people who were sort of like, oh, I'm not really sure about it. You say it's free to play, they'll go, well, fuck it, I'll give it a go. I will for anything free to play. If you don't because like they, it, you haven't lost any money. Precisely. And then you can just delete it, and then that's it, all over. But if yeah. you do enjoy it, then you say, well, I can spend six quid on DLC, and that's a lot for DLC. However, I didn't pay anything for the full game. Yeah. Which means that I've only lost six quid on a game that I've put, I've put well over 300 hours or so into Star Trek Online. Just today? <laughs> no, I think, I was, like I said, I was about, about 10 hours today. Actually, do you want me to give you the up-to-date? 308 hours, that's where we are now. Oh, my shit. Oh, it's Wednesday. That's when Agents <clears throat> of Yesterday came online. I just saw it on the news thing there. There it's you brilliant. go. So if you've got Star Trek Online, you haven't touched it for a while, there is so much more content in there. I totally forgot as to how much there actually is to do. So get back into it, get online, and I'll see you in space. <laughs> you like that? That was my little sign-off. This episode of Podcast Vs Player brought to you by Star Trek Online. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys at Cryptic Studios. Yeah. Remember when I met them um, yeah. at the uh, Star Trek convention last year or the year before? They were well yeah. nice. They were genuinely nice blokes then. Really nice. That's, that's where we were uh, We were talking to Turtle Rock as well. <laughs> no, but you genuinely was there. <laughs> Turtle Rock? I was, I was like, I was evolve. Oh, shit, right. Because you, you've just been big enough Evolve and then you've big enough Star Trek. 
So it doesn't matter. It was wasted. Well, the, the guys from Was Civ... that last year, though? No, it was the year before, I think. Oh, was it? Sorry. Yeah. Civ Beyond were there as well when that was uh, all being launched. And there was a whole... If I was interested in Civ at all, I'd have been off my fucking tits that day. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I would have been absolutely fucking buzzing. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Anyway, yeah, Pokemon Go. Um, no, we're going back to that. We've got one more bit of news. Oh, for fuck's sake, go on. Pokemon related. Uh, kind of. Um, the possibilities in Minecraft seem endless, um, with players building incredible creations, such as the entire map from Grand Theft Auto V. Now, <laughs> one player has built a working Game Boy Advance, on which you could play a simple version of Pokemon Fire Red. What? Um, YouTuber user, um, Recog, hopefully I've said that right, um, posted a video of his creation showing you what you can do with Minecraft's newly added structure blocks. Although you can currently only explore a small part of the world, Ricard says he'll work on an update to bring Pokemon battles to the virtual handheld. Uh, it doesn't quite run smoothly as the real version of the game. Um, he's tried a different, couple of different methods to help speed it up, including an increase to the tick rate, which they say doesn't increase the render time. It's not clear if um, it will be able to improve the speed as work progresses on the Minecraft version of Pokemon. Even though he says he'll continue work on the project, they're almost certain it will never be complete. Quote, I want to dedicate my time to other projects as well. Um, some of his previous Minecraft creations include giant detailed weapons and a working space shot ride. Ooh. But yeah, um, there is a video over on his uh, YouTube channel. Um, and you literally press a button. <laughs> it's all labelled up and stuff. And then a, a Game Boy Advance appears on your screen. And you can walk around Pallet Town. Yeah, there was a guy who did... It's um, amazing. It was like a, an in-Minecraft... Uh, Skype call. Yeah, I did see that. And it was just like it was this huge. It was obviously it's huge in order to get in detail. <laughs> yeah, and then there was a guy's face that he was talking to on the other side of it. Yeah. And I was just like, Minecraft never ceases to fucking surprise me as to the shit you can actually pull off in it. We've spent ages just building a roller coaster. <laughs> it was like went up, and then it went down. <laughs> yeah. That took us about five hours. It did. The fucking thing did as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it took longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, we need to get back into Minecraft. For we fucking we saved We're not going to do anything like that, but geez. Um, but that's it, though. That's it for the news. So, right. Pokemon Go. Um, yeah. Um, I do like it. I don't like the fact that it's incredibly restrictive, though. Um, I, I think that if you don't have the ability to get out and about, say, but you are a big Pokemon fan, it's not going to be for you. Um, or at least it's going to be very inconvenient for you. Um, for people like me who are just lazy, um, because I don't have anything directly around me, like there's no Pokestops, there's no wild Pokemon that seem to be roaming around, I've got to get up and go out to try and find a digital Pokemon when I could just get the Game Boy version and play it myself. Is, so, the, is the shop underneath you not? A Pokestop? No, it's, it's only a. It'll only be. To be fair, even in Manchester, it seems to be just like art museums and reasonably well known places. It's not just like every. Things with whatever, otherwise there would be thousands, and I would never have to leave the house in order to That's get the most out of it. By me, I've got um, the co-op is poker stop, the post office. Um, there's like a mini super. It's not really a supermarket; it's just a big corner shop um, further up the road. That's also a poker stop. The church is a gym. Um, there's another gym um, by the canal. Um, there's quite a few round, and they're all in a pretty small vicinity. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's going to be just something that is constantly worked on. And plus, I mean, as it hasn't officially launched over here yet, we're, mm. we're just probably getting the bare bones of it at the moment. 
Do you think um, when it launches, we'll have to start again? Nah. Because we won't get any updates on on the on the APK we've installed. We won't get any updates of it. Oh well, in that case, then I don't care. So I, I, I just get it again because I'm only like fucking level three. Yeah, but if you, I, I don't know if you signed in with your Google account, maybe. Oh, that's right, cloud? I did. Yeah. Maybe cloud saves, possibly. Because I mean, it goes off my Google Play credit account thing, so it's clearly yeah. all hooked up to it. Yeah, oh, maybe I so. I hope then. so because I don't want to start again. Well, I don't know. I haven't got anything of particular. Oh yeah, I haven't got that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as if I'm like. I've got like a level 72 Charizard and then I've got to start all over again. Then I'd be annoyed. Do you think it will follow? Because uh, I haven't actually done a lot of research on it, to be fair. Um, I wasn't too fussed about it because I was like, oh, it's not a proper Pokemon game. And then I heard, um, I saw on GameSpot you could get the APK. I was like, oh, Pokemon Go! <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you think it's going to follow um, Evolution Chains? So... Do you think we'll be able to catch a Charizard? Um, possibly because I've I've got a Drowsy, but I've also got a Hypno, and that's yeah. the evolved version of it. And I've also got um um, I, I can't. It's a Nidoran male. Um, that's Nidoran. It's Nidoran and Nidorino. Yeah, yeah, but it's um, it, it's like the middle middle one. I can't remember what it's called. Nido Nidoran. No, it's Nidoran, uh, Nidorino, and then Nido King, Nido Queen. Yeah, yeah. So it's oh, so yeah, it's the first one then, Nidoran yeah. male. Um, but yeah, I I think that I, I think maybe for ones that have only got one evolution, possibly. But with things like three, maybe only in certain areas. But again, if it, if it hasn't been launched over here officially, we could just be getting anything that's got mm. like a, a like a landmark. Listing on Google Maps or something that would be a designated Pokestop, but well, the, there it's is just been implemented. There is a website you can go on where people have put where the Pokemon are on the map. Well, I thought it was all randomised. Apparently not. Going to that. Plus, saying that, uh, me and my wife was um, walking the dogs earlier, and all the Pokemon we came across were both exactly the same. Ah. Well, that's clever then. That is pretty good because yeah. then you can, um, you know, if you go to a certain friend's house or something, you know you're in with a pretty good chance of finding whatever it may be. Or it might reset every day. Mm, potentially. So that you you could catch a an Edoran say in a certain place today, but tomorrow it might be a Sandshrew. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. Speaking of funny stories, though. Nothing about that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just hadn't got any segment. Um, there was a guy in America who caused a pile-up on a highway um, because he just stopped the car to cap. He found a Pikachu on the highway, so he put just stopped the car, <laughs> and then like everyone was crashing. Nobody died, but everyone crashed and stuff. And it was one of the biggest um, car accidents, pile-up things in like so many years. <laughs> Well, what about, you know, they all crash into him and go, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, there's a Pikachu over there. And he'll go, really? Oh, shit. And everyone just get gets the phone <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Um, there was a girl who was walking um, to through like, the woods to get to like a lake or something um, to catch some water Pokemon. I found a dead body. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the funny thing about that story is, though, um, I think it was on GameSpot, I think it was, I read it. Um, 
and it doesn't give you the girl's name obviously but she's given a statement and stuff and then like at the bottom of the article it says um, we're not sure how true um, the story is um, or what connection it has to Pokemon Go but the girl also referred to multiple Pokemon as Pokemons so we're not too sure and we're reaching no I wouldn't yeah but because she said Pokemons like the police did ish on the on the official wherever it is um, on the, the official um, police Facebook page thing for that area, they did issue a, a status saying um, stay out of this because there has been a dead body found. Um, so the, that bit was completely true, mm. but they were trying to find a link between that and Pokemon Go. It's like she, if whoever was walking through there, whatever they were doing, would have found a dead body. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I don't see. It's not like Pokemon Go just highlights areas of crime. <laughs> That's not it. It's just like, oh, right, you want one of these uh, Mewtwo's? Yeah, you've got to get into uh, the Bronx or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're only in crack games. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, well, no, it's just the fact they were trying to debunk the story and the fact that she, she called multiple Pokemon Pokemons. Well, no, so, it just means she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, she's, it's, I don't get it. But, um, yeah, but I haven't actually seen any... Particularly, well, there is a disclaimer when you open it to say, make sure you pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah. Which Plus, you sense. also, you know, you are going to be walking through public with your, your camera open, throwing Pokeballs at a little thing running around on the screen. You don't want to be doing that in public because people will just go, well, that's a good phone. Yoink. <laughs> exactly. I was literally just thinking of, a, of another reason why I shouldn't be doing it, and that's perfect. Well hmm. done, Dan. I didn't think about that one. Um, no, you know, it's. It, I'd like to think that most people, if they saw it, they'd just go, oh shit, what have you found? Do you mind if I... Oh, do you want a battle? You know, something like that, but... I don't know. I, I don't trust people. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if I was on I a train, do. say, um, and it said there's like eight Pokemon trainers in the area, like within your immediate area, um, do you want to challenge any of them to a battle? I'd be like, well, I'm going to be on this train for like an hour. Yeah, fuck it, why not? See if you can figure out where they are, and then just go. All right, mate. Do you want to pop your Charizard out? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nice onyx you've got there. <laughs> oh, you know what that sounds vaguely like, Dan? Hmm? The Pokemon card game we created. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Where your phone would just go. Oh, there's a trainer nearby. Yeah, that'd be carry nice. on, carry on, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It'd just be a bit camping in you, Oh, got you. <laughs> but no, I think it's it's a good idea. It's got its flaws, um, no doubt. And the uh, the official Pokemon Go watch thing that you can use to like actually throw to catch the Pokemon. It's like forty quid. Fuck me. And it's like what? You but know, at least you don't have to do that with your phone, though. Yeah, but it's I don't know. I don't think it actually functions as a watch. It's just like one of them little gel band things, but it's Bluetooth. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, how are you meant to judge a throw on it? You've got to aim it. I mean, I spent 30, 30 Pokeballs or something trying to catch a fucking Zubat, and it was an absolute nightmare to try and hit it. I saw a uh, post today. I think it's pretty fake, to be honest, but it was quite funny. It's like a screenshot of it, like a text message. Um, and it's a picture of like a Charmander sat on a bench, and then it's like, what do I do? And then the reply is like, I need to catch it, throw it at it. And then it's just another picture of the phone, but it's all the phone smashed. He's like, <laughs> now, now I'll do that, that didn't work. <laughs> well, that's pretty funny. 
Um, well, don't don't judge it too early. I mean, this is a game that's only just been released, um, not even released in this country yet. Yeah. So, I, the only thing that I I know is going to be a continual problem is the battery life on the phone that you're using it on. Um, it absolutely annihilates my battery, and that wasn't in good measure with me at the moment anyway. It was barely lasting me a day. Now I'm lucky if it lasts till two o'clock. From the morning, <laughs> from when I take it off charge yeah. at like half eight. See, since I've had a new battery, mine's been touch wood. Mine's actually been pretty decent, and what like I was saying earlier, it did manage to eat like thirty percent of my battery today. Yeah. Um, but then again, that was coming off charge at like quarter to eight this morning, um, and then I went out. I don't know, ten o'clock, something like that. And I was, out, I was out for like a good hour, hour and a half. So it needs to be worked on. Yeah, probably. But then again, you're running a game with uh, 4G with GPS as well. True. So it's, it's going to be reasonably in, intense. Actually, do you know what? That's probably a good point. I should keep an eye on the um, actual data usage to make sure it's not annihilating that as well. That's a very good point, So I don't want to end up actually, with yeah. the, um, you know, a ridiculous phone bill just because of Pokemon Go running in the background. I never even thought about that. Well, since I've had it, which is whenever that was, I've used 20 meg already. That's a lot, Dan. That's a fucking lot, mate. I should actually have a look because I don't use 4G. I don't, I don't yeah. use mobile internet a lot, really. Um, so I, I'll actually check mine later. Yeah, I think it's just going to be worth keeping an eye on because what we don't want to happen is people's phones to be absolutely battered all day long um, and then they end up with ridiculous phone bills yeah. and they're spending money on the thing in the first place. We don't want it to turn into an enormous money vacuum. Well, yeah, you think of the money you're going to spend on internet usage, microtransactions, um, electricity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not cheap. Well, all that's up, just for a few bloody Pokemon. Nintendo... They're getting the money back for the Wii U. <laughs> They're trying to, yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> well, from the way, they're not going. Uh, they're not going to be too far off it. The way it's going. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. It's already beaten like all the biggest fucking premium, well, freemium games, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all right. Give it a go if you can. Um, if you can, absolutely do. But like Callum said, do be careful if you're downloading anything unofficially. Um, especially when it hasn't been released in the country that you reside in. Um, when it does come out officially on the Google Play Store, give it a go. It's free, for yeah. God's sake. If you like Pokemon, you might enjoy it. If you don't, it might just be the thing to get you into it. Yeah. Probably won't, though. I'd, I'd say the Game Boy games are a lot better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are. But they're <laughs> so also like so. 20 years old. <laughs> I started playing Pokemon Black again today because it's the only one um, up to the... 3DS versions, which I haven't actually played, um, but it's the only one that I didn't fully get into. And you know what? I'm gonna do it. Yeah, do it. So I started it earlier on, and then I got a bit bored. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll crack on with that because it seems alright so far. It's just because what put me off the most was the, the starters weren't great. And then as soon as I picked my starter, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I remember why I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But they're still better than the newer ones from the looks of it. Yeah. Look awful. Anyway, speaking of games we are playing, Dan, um, we started a heist the other day. My first online heist. Mm. 
didn't go too well. Well, it did, and then it went pretty bad. Well, no, I think we did all of them first try. No, the last one we failed because that guy crashed the fucking car, didn't he? Yeah, this is the problem with the GTA Heist, because you need four people. If you've got four mates that you're all playing with, perfect. It's going to be a lot of fun. But when you've got someone who's a, a bit of a loose cannon, someone who's not communicating, perhaps, um, and everyone's off doing their thing, me and Rick, we walked into that police station, we strolled back on out, you were killing a bunch of dudes with that guy, you stole that car, you drove off a cliff, you went through the windscreen and died. Yeah. After we'd already got to where the last point was. So, we'd already finished. And then it's just sort of like, okay, well we just wasted 20 minutes there. Yeah. Which I would have been fine with. Like, if anybody, if you, if you do watch our videos, I fuck up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I die a lot. But, I was genuinely very pissed off because it was not my fault. And we'd done really well up to this point, and yeah. um, we did like the first few steps um, of the heist, and not a, not a hiccup. Everything went fucking well. Even Dan, you said like I didn't expect it to go that fucking well. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> um, right. I did. And I mean, we took out a load of guys at the warehouse thing we were on. Got the car, being chased by cops. I took a helicopter down. He shot a load of people while he was driving. Um, pissed me off because he was trying to shoot the helicopter he's like I'm here <laughs> you drive yeah, you drive yeah <laughs> I'll don't, shoot don't worry about it um, and then because he was dick arsing around trying to get a helicopter we ended up crashing and then I went straight for the windscreen and died it's like cheers thanks <laughs> thanks for that so but we'll carry on with that we'll get that done and then basically where I'm going with this is as soon as we've done this heist and um, I mean I'm I think I'm like level 14 now or something yeah. Um, so all I wanted to do was get leveled up hopefully get an apartment to plan heists and stuff Dan's already got one um, and then we can start doing some videos and shit also cunning stunts oh yeah that looks great doesn't it it looks amazing I like the fact that they've said well people love doing these racetracks and they're building them out of just garbage but they're all really good like you know containers and oil tankers and all that sort of stuff they're just sticking them all together and making these brilliant incredibly creative maps why don't we give them like actual track parts mm. and now people are just going to be that the whole online race is is just going to be again reinvigorated looking at the uh, according to the trailer um, a lot of the pre-made tracks for cunning stunts um, are tailored for certain vehicles um, so from the looks of it like the really big loopy like loop de loops and jumps and stuff um, they showed like really streamlined, like kind of like F1 cars. Um, um, were they grotty? What's that? The the new one that kind of looks like it's from Tron. Oh yeah, that fucking super futuristicy looking thing. After yeah, it's like two screen. and a half million or something. Yeah, it might possibly be. I'm not sure because it was yeah. kind of like a close up of the wheels, and then as it went around the loop it like zoomed out a bit there'll, there'll be a whole bunch of new ones anyway yeah. well it did say there's like a load of new cars coming yeah so that should be interesting um, and I believe that is I want to say the 12th of July um, I didn't see a date I didn't um, I'm not 100% sure on that I'm sure you know, it's on It's on the loading screen oh is it yeah right okay well I haven't been on it since we were on it last so. really I was no. on it yesterday but then again I was just doing footage for a video <laughs> Oh, right. okay. <laughs> so there was no actual play involved. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, Dan, I have nothing else. 
It's been a bit no. of a ramble today. Yeah, it's all Pokemon. It's all good. Pokemon cast. The Pokecast. Yeah. Pretty I'm sure pretty that's, sure that's yeah. copyrighted. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we specialise in injured Pokemon. And we put little casts on them when they're injured. So if you want to see more <laughs> absolute garbage like this, um, you can go to the website, which is www.podcastbsplayer.com or .co.uk. You can go to YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash podcastbsplayer. You can uh, read the stupid things that we tweet out on Twitter, which is at podcastvplayer. Or you can get in touch with us directly with the contact us section on the website. Or you can send us an email to playervpodcast at gmail.com. Or Instagram. Which is player v podcast uh, podcast versus player. There you go. You nearly yeah, got them all. So close. I was running out of breath. I was just like, I'm gonna have to leave Instagram off, otherwise I'm gonna pass out. You just like no passion. No. <laughs> right, Dan. Um, I think we should go and do some heists. I agree. So once we've actually got some, we're gonna do the first heist just so we all know what we're doing. Um, and then we are going to be doing some filmed heists mm. with Rick and some stranger from the internet. So if you want to be a, a fourth wheel, drop us a message. <laughs> we, won't, we won't talk about you behind your back. Like yeah. we did on this one. <laughs> it depends if you're any good or not. Only, uh, we, uh, we'll only accept uh, really good heisters who are willing to work for 5%. <laughs> That's all I'm I, want, I want one of those motherfucking yachts, man. I'm telling you now, I want one of those yachts. Unless you've already got a yacht. Oh, and, and you want to join our heist. Yeah, we have got a PvP crew now, which is PvP1. Um, crew name is Podcast BS Player. So if you do want to join the crew, you'll have to submit your CV, a photograph, um, a <laughs> recent detail. accomplishments. Yeah, plus any like kill to death ratios or that kind of stuff. We want yeah. it all. Every single bit. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, let's get out of here. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>